What's happening? This is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. It's a beautiful Monday, December 19th. It's almost Christmas slash, it probably is Hanukkah, I guess, the way they celebrate that holiday. I think it's already in full swing. Kwanzaa's coming up or any other holiday that you choose to celebrate. God love you or or whatever love you. Friends and family, how's that? And uh, hope things are going well. So what's going on? What's happening? Great weekend. Yes, we put down some hours. Student came in, did some work. It was fantastic. Uh, same as John. And he's going to be going to the Philippines to perform PDR. And I'm really excited uh, because he uh, he's vested. He's dedicated. This, this kid listens to my guidance, listens to what I say. And I'm going to talk about what makes a perfect PDR student. Uh, because I think he exhibits a lot of the qualities that I like to see in a student. It makes me feel like I'm not showing up wasting my time, which I do get that from time to time with others. No joke. So anywho, um, recapping the weekend real quick. We had some great customers, had, had some really nice cars come in, uh, a couple Porsches. We had, uh, always have Teslas. Bentley came in, which is cool. Don't see too many of those. Uh, and just a lot of smiling, happy faces, man. It was just really good to see a lot of people. Um, and then just u- unique characters. A lady who's got this 75, 7.3 Ford Dually. The, the truck, we just we all love it, man. This thing is just an absolute beast. You know, it might be an 85, not a 75. But it, it manual, five-speed, just a freaking, just a rock, just a bull. It's just like four Brahma bulls inside of this thing. It just starts up and just starts to snarl and kick and fart. And and yeah, you might be thinking, what's a lady doing with that? A lady. Well, I won't go into details, but it suits her. So, and she just was so cool. So yeah, I love this lady. Um, but uh, yeah, so she came in, picked up her car uh, or, her, or her rig Uh and a bunch of others. It was just like I said, a good a good week overall. Great week of training. Um, a couple people. I had, I had a guy flake early in the week, and he he was. I, I talked about him on the podcast last weekend, and it, so here's a part two to this guy. So he he brought in his palisade, and he had a dent we took out. I told him the dent would be flawless, but the touch up you'd still see. And I don't know. The guy went deaf on me and didn't understand what the touch up wouldn't be flawless. So extremely disappointed. So I didn't charge him. And we even took out another dent that he didn't want to pay for. It's kind of, this is kind of like what our typical Hyundai customer. You know, even if it's a Palisade, I don't care if it's a $40,000 car. To him, the dent had rust in it where the chip was at. He didn't fix it for, for a year. It happened right when he got it. So he's like, eh, doesn't care about his car. Doesn't put, and that's fine. We've all got interests in life and what we put stock into and what we don't. And this dude does not put stock in his Hyundai, which... Like I said, join the group of other Hyundai owners. Um, he didn't buy it to, for luxury or beauty. He bought it for cheap economy and to get his family around probably without wasting money. So so he didn't want to do the second dent. I took it out anyway. So he got two dents taken out of his vehicle. I did not charge a thin dime. Said, hey, if you want to get this fixed and to your liking, it sounds like you want it flawless with the paint. Bring it back on Wednesday. We'll paint the quarter. How much? Five seventy-five. Whoa. Yeah, that's what it costs to whip out a paint gun and spray something professionally, you know? So you can't see it with the black metallic paint that'll match and doesn't look like a different color. 
Okay, let's do it. Fine. Dude flakes. Fast forward to Wednesday. Flakes. Doesn't call. And I even hit him back, text him, say, hey, just confirm me you're coming in today. Which, which I really should. This is a note for all of us, including myself. I really should have those text reminders programmed into my phone or into my system that just texts customers maybe one or two times before they come in just to confirm their appointment. And the fuck, fucked up thing is the guy didn't respond to my text. And he's obviously still harboring some anger or resentment or whatever about how the repair turned out. You know, and it, maybe it's it isn't anger. Maybe it's lack of respect. Maybe it's it is what it is. Who, you know, I'm not a therapist, but what the guy lacked was was tact and and class. If he's not happy, I treated him the entire way through the process with class and and dignity and professionalism. Him and his wife when she came, and to not ex, you know exert and, and demonstrate the same level. It's just, that's tacky, you know, but it happens in our business and you cannot let these things get under your skin, you know, and, and I didn't, I, cause I, that Sunday when I should say Saturday, last Saturday, when he was, when he came in, half of me thought this guy's not going to show up. He just seemed like that kind of cat. I just didn't have the, the confidence just cause it's just the, everything he threw at me being cheap and not doing it for a year. I, and the guy just didn't know how to. He just didn't know how to handle a, a transaction, you know, and uphold class, which is unfortunate. But that's not my customer, and it's probably not yours. And that's okay. And the, and the way we get around this is deal flow, which I've talked about. It's having multiple irons, multiple people coming in every day. So one customer doesn't break your back, doesn't bo- really bother you. And there are so many people who are our customers, and they all can't be, can they? Of course not. That's just the thing. I mean, I, that same day, I think we had six people come in. This, over this weekend on Saturday, I think we had maybe 11. It was crazy how many people came in. Um, and throughout the week, it was a real busy week, which I'm shocked because of the holidays. And a lot of, lot of insurance customers and, and on and on and on. So, like I said, not a big thing. Have deal flow and not a big deal. You're going to, I mean, you're going to get flakes. We have one other flake, I think, in the middle of the week, and it wasn't a big deal. And then she called a couple of days later, oh, I forgot about my appointment. Well, you know what? That's not good enough because my time is valuable. Just because you're forgetful isn't an excuse to, to re- so guess what? I will probably get more money out of that customer if they bring it. Well, they are, they are going to bring it back in. I'm going to find a way to squeeze an extra 20 or 30 bucks because it's just not professional. And to, for me to block out, time out of my calendar for my staff and myself and then all of a sudden hey oh wow you know we've been so busy it's actually been a a a reprieve to have people not show up because that way we can actually get stuff done because we had to work this last saturday just trying to play catch up so and like i said it's been it was an insane week great reviews super happy clients i mean just what you know those kind of guys and gals you just chit chat for 10 minutes you know real bonds so we did have a customer come in Thursday. Here's another one. Uh, doctor, Porsche Turbo, cab, black, uh, sideswiped. And he's one of those, I would give him about a seven as far as how he takes care of his black Porsche. You know, it's a hundred and something thousand dollar car at this point. You know, they, they've actually appreciated. And, but a truck sideswiped on the freeway. Somehow, I think it was just a tire that it didn't cause damage, but he had an outward diagonal 
intrusion beam dent sticking out, of course, about maybe 18 inches. And it's black and it was fairly sharp. So, and then he had a dent in his rocker below that about baseball size. I told the guy roughly about two grand. Oh, wow. Well, can, hopefully you can give me a better deal than that, buddy. I'm a doctor. I'm just around the street. I'm up the hill here, which is freaking mansions right above the hill here, by the way. And he's a doctor. So he makes good money and he wants a deal. But I'm going to refer a lot of people to you. I don't know if you looked inside on the wall, all the, the estimates that are scheduled in our calendar, how it's pretty much got scribbling every day on it for the month. I mean, yeah, we appreciate referrals, but at the same time, we don't need them, you know? I'm, I mean, at least not from one person. If all of a sudden referrals stopped, yeah, that would be kind of a sad occurrence. But uh, he said, okay, I'll get back to you by tomorrow. And he didn't, and that's okay. That's okay, it was a tough job. I get the feeling the guy wanted it done right. Is it, We pick our clients, don't we? They don't really pick us. They come in. We pick them by setting the price first before anything. Same thing. I had another Hyundai come in with a really nice family. And Jeff originally, the painter, said, oh, that round dent through the body line on the bottom of the door, that's probably around five, 550. And I came walking. I said, no, no, nay, Jeff, that's 725. And I, you see how deep this body line's kinked right here? This door may need to come off, blah, blah, blah. And why did I do that? Because I knew it was a lot of work. If it had a softer uh, crevice through the body line, yeah, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But it really was. It was kinked. Picture a crease through a body line. Inverted. No. They wanted it done right. If I'm going to do it right, put my time on it, put my golden hands on it, the golden shower, if you will, of work, I'm going to get paid. So, okay, we'll think about it. Yeah, no worries. Go ahead. Go ahead, kick rocks, doesn't really matter. Because that day we booked five other people and they were all, all saw the value. Everybody, no problem. I had a, we had a guy come in, the dance were about pencil eraser size. He, didn't, he just said, let's, let's schedule it. Didn't ask how much. Because the guy knows, he's not stupid. We're not gonna fuck people over. People that come in here, if they've read our reviews, they really shouldn't even ask the price. They really shouldn't because that just shows... Shows us something about them, you know? You, you either don't have the budget or you didn't do enough research because we're going to treat you right. That's how we are a 5.0. That's how we have great reviews. That's how the customers refer people. Not because we, we crush everybody. I mean, you know, I don't know. Some people just have no clue about what PDR costs. I've talked about that. I mean, how often do we get in accidents? You know, hopefully not that often. So you should, the person who does notes, either they have a lot of cars or they're not a very good driver, you know, or they're older and they just, they've been around. Oh yeah. 10 years ago, I had an accident. I know what this shit costs. Good. It's the people who have never had anything for 23 years. Think, think that a dent's 50 bucks and an accident's 500 and they can paint a car for 200. Where's the real shy when I need them? Right? So anyway, Mr. Porsche guy, probably not going to get him. Probably not a big deal. A lot of work. I'm not going to do that dent for a thousand bucks. No. Somebody else wants to do it, and then he can complain how it's still got a wave in it, and they didn't put enough time in it. Because that dent for Jake and I is six to eight plus hours. Crazy town. Had one Porsche come in over the weekend, a beautiful purple-blue Carrera, lowered, bitchin' black wheels, yellow calipers. Just sick, sick car. Dude had researched me. Hey, it looks like you work on Porsches. Yes, I do. Well, I, I, I'm looking for somebody who really knows what they're doing. I want this flawless. Bring it on in. 
three-inch crease, door, halfway in the brace, halfway out. U-hook tool, ratchet, ratchet tip. I'll, I'll post the photos on, on the gram. Flawless repair. Flawless repair. 525. Which is, I, I don't know, I think that's a pretty good deal. He didn't give a shit about that price. The dude tells me he's got an R8 also. He's, he's got toys. He knows what quality costs. He's not here to grind. He wants his car back in good shape. His time is valuable, and he doesn't want to fuck around trying to find... Wh- whose time is worth going out and finding two, three people because the first person jacked it up or flaked? Or what? Do it once, do it right. Right? Crazy town. So, moving on. Student, John. Angel. Pretty, pretty good cat. And he has zero automotive experience. So yeah, it's been a little bit of a challenge to train him, but I enjoy the time because he's humble, he's 26, and he's hungry. And he's got investors and his brother behind him putting money behind him. He's going to be the number two guy in Manila. Did you hear what I said? Number two. There's only one other guy in the Philippines. Who would guess? I, that's nuts. He's gonna, they're going to mop up. They've already got a little used car lot over there, and they're going to they're gonna bring PDR in for their inventory and for the public. And the other guy doesn't do body lines. You can imagine, it's just one of those stories. When you live in a town or a city where you're the only cat, you can cherry pick the fuck out of work. We, I knew a lady that did PDR up in Minnesota outside of uh, St. Paul, uh, Minneapolis. And, uh, man, she, she, she was such a picky SOB. And everybody hated that. But there wasn't another dent tech for two hours. So she could until finally somebody came in and said, you know what? F this. I'm 23 years old. I just got taught by Brian. My dad owns a pie shop. I can do all the shit she can't do and better. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So yeah, that's how you change a market. So what makes up a perfect PDR student? In case you're thinking about coming or in case you've already came to me and you're a former student. Okay, what makes a perfect PDR student? A, listening. And I don't just mean, you know, staring at me blankly thinking about, you know, what they're going to do after class or what they're going to have for lunch or how come their stomachs gurgle, you know, whatever. They listen and demonstrate that they listen. Number one. Number two, they ask questions. And I don't care if they're intelligent or not. They can ask a stupid question. Hey, what's a tool? I, I don't give a shit. Just ask questions. That tells me you're engaged and you're trying to further yourself. They're focused. They're not picking up their phone. They're not getting up out of their chair or walking away from the dent, coming out and talk to the other guys, you know, using the restroom, smoke break every 10 minutes. They're on task. And they're on time early. They don't show up. If, if we start at 7, which is usually when we start, they don't show up at 7.05 or 7. They're here at 6.50, 6.55 at the latest. They're on their panel pushing metal by the time the 7 o'clock hand strikes freaking the top of the clock. And they're willing to go seven days or as long as we need to go because they realize that's for them. It's not for us or me. I can push a dent. My staff can, can re- repair cars. You're not here for us. We're here for you. In the, in the two weeks that this student be, has been here, and today we're recording this on Sunday technically, so he'll be here today just for a few hours, for like six hours. He was here all day yesterday, 12 hours, by the way. Or 11, I think. No, it was 11. Um, He left one day after 10 hours because he had a bad headache. 10 hours with a headache, guys. And he's still grounded out. He's getting good. He's getting really good. I'm excited for him. And like I said, this is a guy that didn't know how to turn a wrench. 
So he's learning how to break down panels and all kinds of stuff. Polish paint, didn't know how to wet sand, nada. And here's another thing. Some students, they don't write down the essentials. They don't take notes. And that kind of irks me. Because I, I want people to, to take this serious and want to go to the next level. I give them handouts, little notes, important ones. And they leave around the studio and they don't take them home. I don't fucking gather them up for them and put them in a folder for them. I, I burn them. I burn them at the altar. And if they ask me for another one, yeah, I'll see if I can't find it. I don't know if I've got any more. If, if you didn't value what I gave you the first time, you know, dot, dot, dot. It's like if a hot chick gives you her phone number and you lose it. Oh, fuck me. That's on you. The minute you get that phone number, you should take a photo of it and write it down and have redundant, redundant copies of it, right? If you really care. So, I don't know. That's, those last things are kind of what doesn't make up a good student. And, and honestly, guys, this is why I train a select few and will train even less in 23. Because I lose money when I train. I make more money when I'm working around the shop. I do it for other rewards. But if the students are late, they're lazy, they're not engaged, it's a freaking waste of my time. 30 years of doing this shit, guys. I can guide students, honest to God, I'm confident. I, I can guide like no other. I can only imagine maybe a Dent Wizard trainer. And even then, they're not the owner of Dent Wizard. They're just not going to take the same vested interest. They're not, they're not connected to the student like I am. They may know the technicalities that, hey, you know what, that guy's pulling to the left. Uh, he's, got a lazy, he's got a lazy eye or a dominant eye or he's got an eye problem or that his creases are always at the, at the front, his tool's always at the front. Yeah, vision problem. Things like that that I've just learned over 30 years. A lot of people wouldn't even recognize it. Like another trainer, another tech training, somebody would just go, oh, he's just off. No, it's more than that. If you had a sample size of thousands, you'd know that that means more than what you think it means. But go ahead. You go ahead and think you can train somebody just because you know how to push a dent. Yeah, you could teach somebody the basics. But you want to be a high-level trainer? Put a 1,000 people under your belt and then come back and talk to me and let's compare notes because you don't know shit. All you know is dent removal. You don't know training. That's a whole other thing. When we train, we are trained to train. We're being trained while we're training. Does that make sense? We're learning. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. And we, we learn from the experience of the students teaching us at the same time. It makes us a better tech and it makes us a better trainer. So anybody that's thinking about being trained, yeah, you might be able to learn the absolute basics from, from a, a tech. But the minute you're off track or the minute you really want to learn at another level, no. No, what I'll teach somebody in a month is going to take you probably a year. I shit you not. There are so many things that I've learned, and I'm not bragging. This is not braggadocious. This is just shit that I freaking know. And I don't know everything. Every day, I know enough to know that I don't know everything. I, I don't know anything, if you want to say, be, be blunt. We, there's so much more to learn. I, I want to learn how to take out creases without stitching them. I want, I want metal to push out 5X faster and cleaner. And, and I believe there's ways. I just do. I believe there's technology out there. So every day we show up here, we're always thinking of ways to improve. I, I want the customer journey to be better. I want the customer to be happier. I want it to be quicker more affordable. I want us to make, have more profit, all that and more. And I, I, we work on it every day. We've gotten a lot better and we got, it's a long journey. Every day we show up, it's a journey. So anyway, that's it guys. I just wanted to go over some customer stories. I want to talk about deal flow again. And I wanted to talk about what makes a, an angel student, a perfect student, if you will. So, and I, if a lot of you out there are listening, our former students, I, I appreciate you guys. Cause a lot, the fact that you're listening and you're pushing dense means you were good students. So, grassy ass. So anyway, and 
Obviously, I care because I'm training on weekends. Not always on Sundays, but I usually give students a Saturday unless I'm traveling or we got a family event. Yesterday, we took off around 3.30. We had a family event, family dinner, all kinds of stuff. Today, I'll be out of here a little bit early too. Early on a, on a Sunday, right? Early meaning like two. So anyway, so yeah, John will be showing up a little bit. He'll get his hours in. But I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much. Um, please, I don't ask a lot, but please rate and review the podcast. It allows me to grow this thing and get more listeners and, and, and do more things for all you guys. And I'm still hoping to get Robert Rucker on here, the 33 or 34-year uh, former Benz tech who's now pushing hail and dealers out in Carolina. So got to get him on. Robert's really good people. So anyway, thanks so much. Have yourself a great, great Monday. And I'll catch you on the next SAI PDR podcast. Bye-bye for now.